listening to the home of cool, irreverent, and entertaining talk right here on L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to The Art of Love with your host, Lucia, right here on L.A. Talk Radio. Welcome to The Art of Love. My name is Lucia. I'm your host and a dating and relationship expert. And I'm here to entertain, educate, and enlighten you about love, dating, and relationships. Take your live calls, answer your emails, and speak to authors of books, which I find interesting. And this week's book is very interesting. <laughs> You'll understand why when I tell you the title. It's... um very controversial. Uh, it's written by a former player, not a hockey player, the other kind of player, the ladies' man player. Um, the book is titled Bitch, Are You Retarded? The, ta- uh, the author is Carlos J. Lee, and we're going to find out what is up with that title, and uh, he's going to tell us some wonderful stories. Not stories, but... Um, We're going to find out exactly what he learned. So, uh, where is he? (laughs) Hello, our, oops, I lost my uh, thing. Okay, hey, welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on the show. I lost my window here, that's why I couldn't find you. Um, Do you have a website? I forgot to ask you. My website is currently in construction right now. Give me about a few months. Actually, I'm going to do a re-edit on the book, and um, once that's finished, then the website will officially be ready. And so with a Twitter follow. Okay, wonderful. So for now, we have the book. And uh, so right. I'm going to read um, some of your bio, and here it is. It says, I've been a dog, having slept with over 200 women. I'm a man, and every negative thing you can say about a man and his behavior, I've been him. I have used and manipulated women for personal gain and my own sexual physical pleasure. I'm now more enlightened, sensitive, and logical than the average man, and because of that, I'm going to pay back all the women that I've hurt, used, and crushed over the years by giving all the beautiful women out there the real reasons why men are dogs, liars, and cheaters. So, (laughs) after that intro, how did you come to write this book? Well, it's something I've always loved doing is I love helping women and that's always been, I've always been passionate about that and I've done it for years and years. Women have always asked me about their, their male problems, their guy problems. And I've been, I've always been more, more than willing to help them out. And, um, when I wrote, I was, I was at one time I was currently, well, I was, sorry, I was working at a retail store for women and we, you know, we sold shampoos, skincare products, you know, et cetera, et cetera, things for women. And I was working with a lot of women between the ages of 16 and 40, some in relationships, some married. And um, one little girl, she came up to me one day. She was having man problems, and she said, um, she asked me my advice. I gave it to her. She came back the next day and said, hey, you were absolutely right. Then the other girls in the store started asking me their questions about their man. Then the next thing you know, this was in a mall, mind you, and the t- women in the mall were coming up to me and asking me because word had got around that I was such an expert on men. And so one day, my, my boss, she says, Carlos, I've been listening to the advice you've been giving to these women, and i got to say, you're dead on. And if you wrote a book, not only would I would buy it, but I would tell all my friends to buy it. 
So that very night, I went home and I started writing this book, which at the time wasn't called "Bitch, Are You Retarded?" But um, this what? is how this came. To, this, is how, this is how it came to be. What was it called? Um, the real reasons why men are dogs, liars, cheaters, and a holes. I think. <laughs> Can I may- say dogs on the radio? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you can't. No, just kidding. That may have I'm been a better teasing. title, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm just teasing. But um, yeah. So the real reasons why men are dogs, liars, cheaters, and assholes. And I was I was really I was really stuck on that title for a long time. But um, the 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 million dollar question is how did you come up with the title? Bitch, are you retarded? Right. What does it mean? Yes. It's offensive. It's yes. controversial. Yes. And um. One day I was with my I was with my fiance and we were um we were in the house and I was throwing book titles at her and she says I don't like this one this one's too soft this one's too tame so jokingly I said why don't I just call the book bitch are you retarded and her eyes lit up and her mouth dropped first I thought she was offended by it I thought she thought it was bad and she said you know what that's it that's the title you got to go with that one. And I looked at her like she was crazy. I was like, no woman is going to buy a book called right. Bitch, Are You Retarded? Right. It's just not going to happen. So I started surveying the title with probably a little over 100 women, and 90% of them agreed. They said that's the title because a lot of our friends that we talk to who tell us their man problems, we look at them like, what is your problem? Are you stupid? Are you dumb? Bitch, are you retarded? <laughs> so I decided to go with it, and here we are today. Wow. Okay, so what reaction have you had to the book and to the title? The book has been... um. The book response has been great. Women, this is what I've found. Women in today, they, they don't want books by doctors and therapists and psychologists on relationships and men. Right. They don't want a bunch of psychological mumbo-jumbo. This is what right. I've found in my, yeah. in my, in my little st- statistics and surveys. Uh-huh. They want books by guys. They want to hear it straight from the source, and that's what they love about the book. It's coming straight from the source. It's meat and potatoes. And um, it's kind of like if I, if I go to a restaurant and – I asked the waiter, how was the steak? This is what I don't need. I don't need this waiter telling me the history of the restaurant, how they got the money to finance to build the restaurant, where the, where the meat for the steak came from, how the cow was born, all this nonsense. What they, I just need a straight answer. Is it good or is it bad? Because if, if the steak is bad, I'll tell you what, I'll go somewhere else. I'll walk away and go somewhere else. So that's what I tell women. My, my advice is in your face. It's to the point. I'm telling you, it's not a bunch of psychological mumbo-jumbo with men. Um... Walk away. When I say walk away, I mean walk away. Right. Okay, so let's get to the main gist of the book, and then we'll go from there. So you said that a man knows in the first five minutes of meeting a woman what role he um, will play in her life. So what do you mean by that? <laughs> Women love to ask that question, of don't course. they? Of course. Hell yeah. Of course we want to know. <laughs> what does that mean? We'll gather around, and I will tell you a tale, everybody. <laughs> so basically what that means is, as men, well, I think it was like this, and I, I talk about this in my book. It's like... um. And there was an episode of, of Married with Children where the character Bud Bundy, he was he was trying to have a sex with a woman. He was trying to impress her by acting like a bad boy extremist. He was doing skydiving and river rafting and all this stuff. His sister Kelly, she got tired of watching her brother make an ass of himself. So what did she do? She pulled him aside and she said, Bud, listen to me. It doesn't matter how good you are to a woman, how much you're there for her, how much you care about her, and how much you do for her. A woman knows when she first meets a man whether or not she's going to sleep with you. So if she hasn't slept with you already, it means she doesn't want to. Now, I'm not a guy, and I'm sorry, I'm not a woman, so I don't know That's true. How, 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 how true that is from a woman's perspective. But I will say from a guy, the same principles do apply. Mm-hmm. As men, we know from the first five minutes, we're already sizing you up. We know if you're someone that we want to be in a relationship with, be serious with, be possibly married to, be in love with, or we know if you're going to be a booty call, a one-night stand, 
a friend or a friend with benefits, if we care whether or not we're going to hurt your feelings, we know all this already in the first five minutes of meeting you. Now, can something change three or four months down the line? Absolutely. But in the first five minutes, we already sized you up to what position we want you to play in our lives. I had a friend recently, and she went on a first date the other day, and she asked me, she says, she says, Carlos, I'm going on this first date with this guy. What can I do? What are the things I can say? What kind of body motions and all that stuff should I get in language? I said, listen, it doesn't matter what you do. Uh-huh. <laughs> either he's going to find you attractive mm-hmm. or he's not. It doesn't matter how great your personality is, how great your conversation is, and how great, how white your teeth are. Either he's going to find you physically attractive or he's not. And if he's not, he's going to move on. And um, if he does find you physically attractive, you go from there. You know, come to me after that, and we'll talk more. Um, okay. So, but you said that he's going to know whether in the, whether you're someone he can marry or not. I mean, that just seems hard to believe because, okay, women, we well, no, know we know if we're going to have sex right. with you, but we don't know if we're going to marry you. No, when, when I say marry, I'm talking about, don't forget, men, we're simple and we're superficial first. We are superficial first. So when I say marry, I'm, I'm speaking in terms of, does he find you physically attractive enough? Believe it or not, yes, man. We look at women like, oh, she's taking my breath away. I would love to marry this woman. This is a woman I would love to be wifey or take home to mom. Look how beautiful she is. Because that's how we think. We're simple and we're superficial first. Looks always come first for us. Always. Personality and character, huh? That's down the line. <laughs> Okay. So that's what I mean. Don't read too much into that, please. Okay. Well, hey, I'm a woman. Of course, I'm going to read a lot into it. I understand. <laughs> um, so then, so then you can say. So then, how long does a woman know whether she should hang in there or not? Let's say at first he just sees her as a booty call, but then maybe it might change down the line. So how long should should he she hang in there? Okay, um, you've answered your own question. If 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 you know you're a booty call, then you need to walk away. Period. Unless you're happy with the sex and you feel like, hey, I'm getting the sexual pleasure I need and I'm being satisfied, and, and, and I know what this is, and I like this, I'm just going to hang out for the sex. But if you feel you want more, and you know in your heart of hearts, trust that, trust that inner woman. If you know in your heart of hearts, you're just a booty call, walk away. Anything else past that, you're playing yourself. You're lying to yourself. And he's not going to change. I mean, listen, ladies, here's the problem. He's not going to change, especially for you, and you're not going to change him. And you're not going to make him like you more and all this and that. And I understand this is what women do because I talk to women all the time. How can I change him? Mm-hmm. How can I make him be more appreciative of me and all this other stuff? It's not going to happen. Walk away. So he decides in the beginning whether he's going to be appreciative of you or not just based on uh, how attractive you are to him. Is that what you're saying? Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really black and white. And that's another problem I find with women that I talk to mm-hmm. and counsel. Um Women are always looking for the deeper meaning when it comes to men. That's your guys' problem. That's your biggest downfall. I'll say it again. That's your biggest downfall. You're always looking for the deeper meaning with men. You're always trying to figure us out. Yes. And there's nothing to be figured out. It's really black and white with us. And once women can register that, I told them all the time, register that it's black and white with us. When a man gives you a red flag, be out of there. <laughs> Just walk away. Okay. So what's the difference between a man who loves a woman and a man who's in love with her? Well, a man in a relationship who loves, who's in love with his woman, he's going to show it in everyday things, everyday ways. So that doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to be on his A game every day. He's going to do everything right and say all the right things. Absolutely not. That's not the reality of the world we live in. But what I'm saying is when a man is in love with his woman, he always has her and the best interest of the relationship in mind. And as men, we love to show it. We love to show the woman we're in love with. We love to touch her. We love to put our arms around her. We love to give her kisses. When I say kisses, I mean like we're walking out the door, no tongue, just a nice peck on the cheek, a nice peck on the lips. We love to, we love to communicate with our woman, text her throughout our day. We, we, do, the, we do the little things. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
And even when we're not appreciative, if she tells us something is wrong, we jump on it right away. Okay, something is wrong. I need to fix this. You know, we're going to show it in these little ways because I'm in love with you. What bothers you bothers me. Even if I really don't care, what bothers me is that you're upset. And I'm, I'm going to do my best to fix this. I'm in love with you. My relationship comes first. Now, those are a few examples of a man being in love with you. I didn't go into too much detail. I go more in detail on the book. But the difference is a man that's in love with you, and I put a lot of women in this position. Mm-hmm. Hey, I love you. I care about you. I would never want to see anything bad happen to you. We're like best friends who can talk and hang out. We can talk on the phone for hours. We can go to the movies, all that good stuff. We have sex, et cetera, et cetera. But you know what? In the back of my mind, I'm still waiting to see if something better will come along. Your nice stand-in, you know, if all, if all else fails, and if all else fails, then by means we'll get married and we'll have a nice little house and on the hill and all that good stuff. But if something better comes along, no disrespect, but you're out of there. Uh, okay, so then how can a, know, a woman know which category she's in? Um, easy. He's going to show her. But it's, and that's the problem. That's the problem. A lot of, problem. a lot of men are showing women, this is how I think of you. Mm. And instead of women putting on that, um, that smart cap, they put on that little dunce cap. I don't know if I'm using that in the right context, but yeah, <laughs> they, no, put, they put on a little hat and, and, um, and, um, and they keep trying to hang in there with this man. Mm. The problem I found with women with me is they kept trying to hang in there with me. They kept trying to make it work with me. Right. And these women could have saved themselves so much headache and heartache if they could have realized that they're investing their time and emotions into a man who is not investing their time, his time and emotions back into them. Because in the end, you get nothing in the end. And I gave these women nothing. And they, at any time, they could have chosen their own accord to say, you know what, I need to go find me a man who's going to treat me right, who's going to respect me, who's going to give me the love and the affection I need. But they chose to, tough, to hang out and tough it out with me. And in the end, they got nothing. And that's exactly what you get when you invest your time and emotions to a man who's not investing his time and emotions back into you. Nothing. Okay, but what I'm saying is it seems like the man who loves a woman and the man who is in love, there seems to be like a lot of the same behavior. So I'm trying to find the differences so that a man, a woman will know whether he's he's in love with her. Is it the little things? Well, like I say, um, <clears throat> It, it really, it really does come down to the little things. Let me give the little things. A man, a man who only loves you, only loves you. You're not going to get physical affection from him. You're not. Mm. He's not going to want to touch you. He's not going to want to put his arm around you constantly. When you walk, when you're walking in public, he's not going to want to constantly want to hold your hand. Mm. You know, when, when you're sleeping at night, he's not going to want to hold your hand. He's not. <laughs> right. Well, take, take my fiance. I, I, we were in bed together. My butt had to touch her butt, or my foot had to touch her foot. Some of us had to be touching. Right, right. Because I'm in love. I'm in love with her. And I got to know that we're connected, you know, so that's just one little minor way. I give more details in the book, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. A man who is in love, he constantly wants to say the words, I love you. You're going to hear that so much. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get to the point where it's going to be boring to you to hear these words. But he's going to want to constantly say, hey, I love you. I love you. He's going to text you, I love you. I mean, you're going to know these little signs that a man is in love with you. He's going to show you. And he's always, like I said, he always has you in the best interest of your relationship in mind. And you're going to see, you would know and see the difference. Yeah, you know, you're right. Because I'm thinking about one time I was, uh, you know, dating this guy. And he was in love with me, but I was not in love with him. And, you know, we're walking down the street and he wanted to hold hands, but I didn't want to. So I let go. And I could tell, you know, being a woman, I pick up on this. Like he was very uncomfortable with the fact that I did not hold his hand. And that's all he was thinking about as we were walking down the street, even though he didn't tell me, I could tell. And then when we got about 25 uh, yards from the hotel, he's like, 
can I hold your hands for these last 25 yards? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when someone's in love. You're such a player, Lucha. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a player. To me, what's your, def- what's your, <laughs> what's your definition of That's a player? That's all right. No, what's your definition <laughs> of a player? And I'll tell you if I'm a player. My definition of a player is um a man who has a female in his life and he's not doing right by her. Bottom line. If he's if he's if he knows he's receiving something from her, but he's not wanting to give that back to her and he knows he's not gonna give that back to her, either be honest about it and say, Hey, this is where I stand with you and we're not this is not gonna happen or you move on. He needs to move on. But if he's still receiving from her mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever you want to call it, but he knows he's not gonna give that back to her, player. Right. Okay. So I'm not a player because I had told this guy that I wasn't interested. But he, I'm teasing. But he, <laughs> no, just to clarify for anybody listening, you know, I'm always very honest. So I told him, like, hey, I'm not, I don't feel about you that way. But if you want to hang out, hey, fine with me. Right. Who right. am I to turn down? <laughs> you know? Well, later, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, all right. So moving on. Now, um, you also talk about marriage. You say if a man is in love, he wants to get married and fast. Absolutely. When we as men are in love with a woman, we can't we can't wait to walk down the aisle with her. And you won't have to ask questions like, where's this relationship going? Where do we stand? Do you love me and all this stuff? He'll beat you to the punch with a wedding ring. And what that and what marrying a woman, what, what that means to a man or signifies to a man is you've given up every option that you've had and chosen him above the rest. And he can't wait to make he can't. He can't wait to to let the, let other men know that, or the world know that you belong to him, and vice versa. So, yeah, as men, we we can't wait to tie that knot. Um, it's just something that that's in us. You know, this is the woman I love. I know I'm in love with her. I know this is the one I want to be with. This is the one I want to wake up to twenty years from next two twenty years from now. We have to get married. I want to marry this woman. No questions asked. Okay. And if I gotta work, if I gotta work a part-time job at McDonald's uh, to get that wedding ring paid off, and that's what I need to do. But bottom line, this merge is gonna happen one way or the other. But what about those couples? And you know, um, playing devil's advocate here, because a friend of mine, she dated a guy for I don't know eight years, and mm-hmm. uh, and then you know she, you know, he didn't want to get married, and then she finally said, well, you know, I I want to get married. And he yelled at her, and he said, I'm not ready. <laughs> right. and, and so she, you know, disappeared. And then that's when he finally came around and realized that was the woman for him. So what about situations like that? Yeah, we as men, we're really something else, aren't we? Yes, you are. What we have, what we have here is we have the situation called what's called the dependency situation. Yeah, this is what happens with men. We can be with a woman for a long period of time, um, be in a relationship with her, et cetera, et cetera. But as soon as she walks away from us or leaves our lives, it's not that we want her back because we're just so in love with her and we just want to have this deep-rooted relationship and committed and all that nonsense. What we've missed is the dependency that we have, codependent, in other words. This person was active in my life. Now that this person is gone, it, there's a void there. I don't want that void to be there anymore. So, hey, baby, I love you. I miss you and this and that and that and this. Let's make it work. Okay, well, let's get married and all this nonsense. And, you know. But deep down in his heart of hearts, he's really not in love with her. He's really not desiring for her. He misses what he had. And so many men play this role and put women in this position, and so many women fall for it. And these these marriages, they usually end up not lasting usually too long, or these relationships don't end up lasting too long because of that. But that's what's called the dependent factor. Okay. Well, luckily, in my friend's case, I'm happy to say they're still married So after 10 years. So maybe this, was, this was the exception. But, well, that, that, that's great. But I mean, I, and not to put any you know, dark raindrops on, on that situation. But um, again, marriage, that's the easy part for a man. 
and even being with a woman for a long period of time, that's the easy part for a man. That's what I'm saying. That's because we're so dependent on women. But being married and being in love with a woman are two different things. They're two, they're two, two totally different things. And I, I'm not putting no names out there, but I, I can't count how many male friends I have that have been married to their wives for 13 to 14 years. And I know they're not in love with their wives. They're, they, they, they share a house. As men, we love to play house. Mm-hmm. And they're sharing, they're sharing a house together. They're sharing bills. And they go out and they do the family thing and all this and that. But they're not in love with these women. And um, unfortunately, these women kind of reap the consequences of that. Right. Now, you, you mentioned something I was going to bring up. You said, okay, when a woman leaves, then they want her back. Because um, this happens to me a lot. Because usually I'm the one breaking up, you know, because since I'm such a player, as you said. <laughs> and uh, like 90%. You know, like even like guys I dated for three or four months, like years ago, and then we get back in touch. They're like, "Oh, let's try again." So, like, what the hell is going on? Um, well, okay, let's say in that particular situation. I mean, every every situation is different. Um, every every situation is different. So, well, I mean, I can't I, I can't give you a black and necessarily a black and white answer on that one. Yeah, no. As men, as, as men, sometimes I can give you one example. This is what we do sometimes as guys. Okay, we're, we're dating a woman. We, we took her for granted or whatever, or it just didn't work out or whatever, or we weren't the man that we were supposed to be. So what ends up happening is we lose her. Yes. A couple of years go by. We run into her again. Maybe she's on Facebook, or maybe we, yes. we saw her on the Internet, whatever. And, hey, how you doing? We, we, we spice up the conversation. And we want her back. Usually it's just something to do in a nutshell. I can give you some long, give you some long psychological drawn out answer, no. but it's just something to do. Hey, what are you doing these days? Oh, you're single. Okay, well, I'm working over here now, and I got a great job. Well, let's hook up again. You know, hey, I want you back. And it basically just means that nothing else is working out in his life. He's, his dating situation sucks, so he'll backtrack a little bit. We do that all the time, as guys. Okay, and what about? Okay, and this has happened to me several times. I'm sure it's happened to a lot of other women. Um, you know, we decide. You know, we're 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 through with the guy, and um, you know, we like sometimes I just cut communication and don't even tell them. If they've been very bad, I just, you know, don't respond to anything. And like one guy, it's been like a year, he's tried to contact me, you know, via phone, text, blah, 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 carrier pigeon, and I do not respond, and yet he still keeps trying. Like, why? Why? Mm. Ego? Well, just that. Just that because you, I mean, were you dating this guy currently? I'm sorry? No, no, we dated in the past. And then, and then, yeah, and then it ended, and then we kind of, uh, you know, started again a, a while back, and then I, f- I felt like he was trying to play me, and so I just cut him off. Okay, why did you feel like he was trying to play you? Because uh, he would write me or send text love poems every night, and yet not have ever never have time to talk to me on the phone. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean well, yeah, you, well, you're right. He was trying to play you. A man will always make time to talk to a woman. Exactly. As men, we would rather talk on the phone than text, believe me. So you're, you're right. Your judgment is right. Basically, he's just, um, in a nutshell, you just you just rejected him constantly. That's why he keeps trying and trying. And um, and he just wants to basically see if he can get in your pants or back in your pants. And that's all it is. It's just something to do. Just some, well, let me see if I can keep, I've done that plenty of times where I've constantly tried to get a hold of a woman and who keeps rejecting me and putting me down. And sometimes I'll even let six months go by where I don't make contact, but then I'll pick up again. I know what I'm doing. As men, we know what we're doing. He's just playing a game. He's not serious about that. So right. I would I would delete him from any conversation. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm not totally not interested. Okay. So um, now back to the I love you thing I forgot to mention. So let's say a woman's been dating someone for a while. And he's never said I love you, or he or he rarely says it. Should she break up with him, or what should she do? Um, what she what she can do in that situation is, is she, hmm, well, she can let him know. 
<laughs> hey, this is how I feel. You don't say it that much. As men, if, if, if we're in love with a woman and she sits there and tells us, honey, I want you to, I want you to say red apples every morning when you wake up. Well, we're going to say red apples because we're in love with her. It's stupid as hell and it sounds dumb, but we, we will do things to, to make our woman happy. Not kiss her ass, but we'll do things to make her happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, he's not saying, hey, I love you. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to give you the guy answer, which okay. is he's not in love with her. Right. As, as a man that's in love with a woman, we have to say, I love you. The reason we have to say, I love you is because of this. It's not so much that we're trying to reassure our woman, our love for her. It's because it makes us feel good to have someone to say it too, because that's how she makes us feel inside. Hey, baby, I love you. Just to say those simple words. Sometimes she could be talking across the table and he might interrupt her softly. I love you. <laughs> we, we just love to say that. We love to text that when we're really in love. And, um, and like I said, it's, it's not so much to make her feel good, as selfish as that sound. It makes us feel good to have someone to say it to and, and, and to mean it. And it also makes us feel good when she says it back to us and she gives us the reassurance because it gives us reassurance. Baby, I love you. Well, I love you too, baby. You know, or she'll blow a kiss. Any kind of affection that she can show us, that's what we're really doing it for. You know, we're throwing the, we're throwing the line in the warm in the water because we want to catch a fish. And, and that fish, when I pull that fish out of the water, it better have the words I love you written on it. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Actually, if I can, uh, I agree with you. If I can relate this to my cat, because <laughs> uh, I I always tell her I love you, and she doesn't know what I'm saying, but it just feels good to me to say it to her. Right, right. And uh, my fiance, believe me, I love to say it to her all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, now you're engaged. Um, after I'm not, in, I'm not, I'm not engaged right now. I'm not oh. engaged right now at this moment. Were you an hour ago? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Well, okay. <laughs> Um, Oops. basically, um, well, I guess I got to give the guy answer and all this stuff because we're talking about the book and, you yes. know, but she retarded about the book. Um, in a nutshell, you my up. woman, as men, we're always learning, you know, um, I'm an expert about telling you about guys and I even got to say I got the book about it, but that doesn't mean I stop learning things and knowing things. And, um, I was totally in love with my fiance and I did something that was something that was always in my mind, which was, I said, I always wanted to get married to her from day one, but the problem was I knew I never wanted to get married without a prenup. And I didn't, um, I didn't know how to approach the subject with her. So marriage never came up and she, and then she started bringing marriage up and I didn't know how to break the subject. Hey, I, I don't feel comfortable. Me personally has ever getting married without a prenup. Doesn't mean I'm not in love with you. I'm madly in love with you. I want to start a family with you, et cetera, et cetera. But what if your feelings change? What if you decide I don't work for you anymore? What if I don't attract you anymore? What if you decide that you want to see what else is out there? I don't know what she, she's going to think or what a woman's going to think, but it kind of scared me. Mm-hmm. So I never wanted to be in a position to where if a woman decided she didn't want to be with me anymore, even if she cheated on me, that that I would be stuck paying alimony mm-hmm. or having to you know, give up half my stuff. I never wanted to be in that position. I was looking out for myself. Um, in retrospect, um, because I was in love with her, I should have just, beat all bit the bullet and just went for it. Mm-hmm. And I've learned a lesson. And, um, I told God not too long ago, I said, God, if you give me another chance, <laughs> um, you can shorten the years of my life. And I'm serious about that to make this yeah. right. So, but here's the thing. It's like, ahead, I, I, I agree with you. It's like, okay, you love her and she's supposed to love you back. Right. So if it made you more comfortable having a prenup and we were engaged and I loved you, then I would give you the prenup because it made you more comfortable. Are you speaking from a woman's perspective? Well, I'm speaking from my perspective. Okay. So. I, yeah, but but you're but you're also in the business too. So business. I think you kind of come from that perspective. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not stupid. 
as a guy, I know how I know how sensitive that subject can be to a woman because to most women, what that usually represents is, oh, you don't trust me, you're not in love with me enough to trust me to think that I want to do these things to you. I get that how a woman feels about that, but um, it was just a subject that was kind of touchy for me, and I felt like I had to just kind of stand my ground without being too aggressive on that particular mm-hmm. subject. And the end result was I ended up losing my woman, and lesson learned. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Maybe you could have just lived together forever. How's that? Yeah, you know, but don't worry. I got a bunch of cats. I went to the best stores every day. I got kittens all over my place right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. All right. So moving on. Um, moving on. Wasn't expecting that <laughs> fiance story. So you said that women have allowed men to set the standards for how they feel about themselves. What do you mean by that? Um. Oh, wow. I mean. You women are something else. I really got to tell you. And I say that to all the women I spoke to and have conversations with. Basically, basically what I'm saying is, okay, listen to me loud and clear, all the ladies out there in radio land. You women, you give us, you give us men way, way too much credit. And, again, this is really the number one problem when it comes to a woman, I mean, who continuously lets a man, like, disregard her feelings and lets him treat her like crap. I mean, I'm telling you right here now, I mean, believe me, we are not that special, and we're not even one quarter as great or worth the effort that you make us out to be. We're not. We're just guys. We're people. We're human beings. We're made out of the same materials that you are. The only difference is you have an any and we have an Audi. <laughs> but um, women are always creating these illusions in their heads about the guys that they're with or the guys they're attracted to, and they really don't exist. I mean, the things that attract you to him, whether it be sex appeal, attitude, swag, aggressiveness, confidence, they're really not there at all. So... You just bought into these illusions that these things exist, and we're very simple. We're not. We're we're, we're not complex. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm telling you here now, if we meant to see men for what we really are, I mean, the world would never repopulate because we wouldn't <laughs> seem that attractive or even worth the effort to you. But most women, they're like naive to this fact. So you're the one who says he's special. You're the one who says he's all that. You're the one who validates his ego, and you're the one who puts him above you. And you're the one who says his way is right and your way is wrong. And He's just not who you think he is, and we're just as messed up as you are, believe it or not. So, in other words, you give us too much power over you. I mean, yes, you so, just you just got to stop giving us this power, and it's either going to be yay or nay. I hope that answers your question. Absolutely. Thank you for being so honest. Yeah, I mean, power is given, and just as it's given, it can be taken away. And so, yeah, when you're younger... Uh, you put guys on a pedestal just because, oh, you know, the way they walk, their body language, the way they look like, oh, he's so wonderful. You project all these qualities onto them, which they may or may not have. But, you know, uh, you know, getting older now, you're you know, like my eyes are open and it's like, OK, you know, yeah, he, he he's not all that. He tries to. But I can see beneath all that. And right. Um, right. So it's true. Yeah. Women give up their power and uh, they put themselves unnecessarily through so much pain and heartache, as you say, for no reason whatsoever. And another issue, another issue we have with women is women. Again, they just spend too much time. If I meet you, Lucia, I met you. Uh, let's say hypothetically, Lucia, I met you yesterday. I know in the first five minutes where you're gonna stand with me. I know if I want to be serious with you. You know what? I like you. You're attractive. You got a great personality. You're funny. Let's try to make something happen. And I'm gonna show that to you. I'm gonna show that to you by calling you a lot. I'm gonna show that to you by when I say calling you a lot, I'm talking about as long as you're responding to me. And I'm gonna give you that genuine, that genuine interest and attention. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean genuine interest and attention by sharing you with gifts and all this other nonsense. I mean, I'm going to let you know. And guess what? If you don't want to have sex with me, that's fine. As long as, you're, as long as you're being attentive towards me and letting me know that there is some kind of hope, I'm still going to be there to give you that genuine attention and interest. 
and the guys that are that really are attracted to women, that's all we want. Me, if, if, I, if I was really into a woman and she was really giving me great feedback, I can go a whole. She don't she don't have to even sleep with me in the next for me for a year, and that'd be fine <laughs> because I really I'm really interested in her. And that's the truth. I'm really I've been there. I'm really interested in her and trying to make this happen. I know. And it, go ahead. No, I agree. It's like I tell women, you know, don't sleep with someone until you damn well feel like it. You know, you don't have to do it in the first three dates. And if, you know, wait at least three months and you, you know, if he doesn't want to wait, then he could piss off. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, and it, it's true. It's true. Guys, Um, when a guy really likes you, he, I mean, here's, here's what he is. And this is why I say a year. When a guy really likes you, he's really interested in you. Honestly, sex is not even a factor for him. It's really not even on his mind because now you've jumped up to another level in his mind. She's someone special. She, she's pedestal worthy. Not not in awe or you know or creating illusions about this woman, but she's just she's just something special in my mind, and I would like to be in a relationship with this woman. I've had plenty of sex in my time. I don't need that right now. I need someone I can I can communicate with and talk with, and someone I can look at and just say, hey, I'm just so happy to be with you. If you're scared and if you're nervous and if you feel like you can't trust me just yet, but you still want to give me a chance and you don't want to have sex, hell, matter of fact, make it a year and a half. I'm okay with that. As long as we're communicating. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, so, and you know what? By telling her that you're willing to wait a year, she'll probably want to have sex sooner rather than later. And that's fine, too. I mean, that's, that's great. But that could be also a player move. Like, oh, baby, you don't have to have sex. We can wait. <laughs> um, I mean, then it wouldn't be my fault. It, it wouldn't be my fault. Um, I've actually been in a position with women that I've really cared about. Um, I've actually told them, I mean, we've, we've, we've been down to undergarments in the bed and I said you know what we don't have to do this because I could, I, could, I could tell you're doing this for me and you're really not that comfortable we can wait I've got no problem with that because I really like this woman mm-hmm. and I've been in those positions and I've been I've been sincere about that okay so then you know, what would you okay. tell a woman because I get this question all the time okay when should I sleep with a new guy so what would you tell her Honestly, there's no real answer for that. Okay. There, there, there's no legitimate answer for that. There, there's a thing called the 90-day rule, BS. You can throw that idea out the window. It doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the truth is, if a man is not genuinely interested in you, he can, I, mean, if, I mean, if a man is not genuinely interested in you, he can still sleep with you. Oh, of course. I'm, I'm sorry. If a man, a man can be interested in you, but he can still sleep with you and still dog you the next day, it, it happens. It happens. Yeah. Advice I'm giving is the overall factor, though. Yeah. But it does happen. And yes, I've been in positions to where I've been with women that I've been re- really was really into. But then I just had to say, um, after we slept together, something changed. Mm. And and then I, and then I realized that's where the psychological stuff comes in. I try not to get into that because I'm not that serious. But sometimes it's like, okay, well, I guess I don't like her as much as I thought I have or I thought I did. Could it be because um, the sex was bad? I'm sorry, the sex was bad. No. That's another misconception, too, about men, um, how, how great the sex is. It has nothing to do with how great the sex is. I've had great sex with women, but I've totally turned them away because I wanted to be with someone else who, where the sex was maybe just average. Mm. But it doesn't matter because if, I, if, I'm, if I'm really in love with you and if I really have feelings for you, everything about you is great. Even this average sex is great. Mm-hmm. Um, so sex is not this, this strong factor as women try to make it out to be. Right. Oh, if you're, not, if you're not giving your man what he wants at home, he's going to go somewhere. That's all a bunch of nonsense. Your man is going somewhere else to get it because he's not in love with you. It has nothing to do with the sex. You tell him. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that needed to be clarified. Um, okay, so then, would you say women are too easy on, on men? 
they let let them get away with too much? Um, absolutely. I mean, that's why we're having this discussion while bitch are you retarded because women are letting men get away with murder and it's just really something else. I mean, if you've talked to some of the women I've talked to, I'm like, wow, (laughs) no disrespect, but wow. I mean, I mean, are, are you for real right now? I mean, women, okay, check this out. Women overall, they don't have a man problem as much as they think they do. They're always trying to blame the man. These are women that come to talk to me. My man this, my man that, he did this, he said this, or he treated me this way. And a lot of times I tell him, you don't have a man problem. You have a self-esteem issue. You have a self-image issue is what you have. Mm-hmm. Now, if you spend less time worrying about your man and talking about your man and pushing him away and work on you, that's real. When they say women need to work on her, find out where your self-esteem is at and how to boost that. Well, once you boost that self-esteem, you're not going to entertain these type of, types of guys anymore because you're going to know where your value and your worth is at as a woman. And that's just basic psychology anyway. Yes. But you, you're not going to entertain these types of guys. As a guy, when I, when I got a, well, like in the past, when I've had great paying jobs, I didn't put up with a lot from certain types of women. Right. Oh, okay. Hey, how you doing? Okay, we're going out. Great. You know, we're going to have sex later. Great. Oh, you don't want me? No problem. But guess what? When that, when that great paying job went away and I was kind of low on the totem pole, working, not making great money, well, guess what? I started entertaining women more that, that were kind of rejecting me or acting funny with me. I still played their game because right. that's, how I, that's how I felt about myself at that moment. So, women, you got to self-esteem. Work on your self-esteem. I mean, men, men aren't your problem as much as you think it is. It's you. It's, it's really, it's you. I agree. And, I, and, and it's, also about, it's also about accountability. I mean, whether it's being abused physically, mentally, or emotionally, it's about accountability. And it reaches the point where he's no longer the problem you are. And until you walk away from him, he becomes exempt from all abuse. And I mean, I mean, he's waving this big red flag in your face, but yeah, you want to be colorblind. And I think the easiest example I can get is like, imagine you're walking down the street, you see a dog behind a fence, and you decide you're going to go pet that dog, and that dog bites you. Okay, well, hopefully you've learned, you've learned your lesson. But the next day, you come walking down the street again, you see the same dog, you decide, well, maybe I'll give him another chance. Maybe I petted him the wrong way. Maybe I came at him the wrong way. I'm going to pet him again, and he bites you again. How many times do you have to go through this Do you realize that dog is only going to hurt you? He wants to put pain on you. And until you register this, that's all you're going to get out of this is pain. Do not pet the dog. Do not sleep with that man. It's just pain coming out of this. Right. So how does a man know if a what woman, when he meets her, if she has high self-esteem or not? When he meets her, if she has high self-esteem? Um, well, it's like anything. We um, Like whether she's someone that he can play or someone that he better, you know, not try to play because he's not going to get away with it. Is there, um, do, well, they, do they know? Is there a way? Well, we know. I mean, man, that's what game is all about. Okay, okay all right. You know, so, we size women up according to their conversations and the way they talk to us and when they talk about their family and kids and all this other stuff and things that come out of the mouth. We know because of experience. Um, but I'll tell you this. A man who, who knows from the beginning, from the first five minutes, he's not going to be serious about you. Yes, he's going to exploit that. No questions asked. You're going to get exploited. But a man who knows he wants to be serious about you and he's serious about making that happen, he's not going to exploit your vulnerabilities or your soft spots. What he's going to do is he's going to encourage you in those areas. He's going to try to lift you up. He's going to try to say, okay, this is where I know she's weak in, so I'm going to encourage her. Um, if she's a church going member, yeah, baby, go to church. I'll go with you, babe. How was church today, baby? I had to be at work, but how was church? What did you learn in Bible study? How was work today? You know, um, 
if she's if she's taking she's going to school, going to college, baby, don't worry about it. You can pass this test. You know, if I gotta set up with you all night with flashcards and help you with your homework, that's what I gotta do. But we can make this happen. He's gonna encourage her. He's not gonna uh, man in love is not gonna exploit his woman's soft spots, so especially if he first meets her. I've met plenty of women for the first time. I knew they were just emotionally and psychological weak, psychologically weak. Mm-hmm. But this is what I found. Women that are like that, no matter how nice I can be to them or how great I can be to them, mm-hmm. their self-esteem is so low that they see me as a, a walking red flag, even if I'm being sincere. So their first instinct is, I got to reject him. I got to push him away because I know this man can hurt me. Even if he doesn't hurt me or has no intentions, I know he can hurt me. I'm thinking that's what they're thinking. Now I'm speaking for women. but um, They don't trust themselves. Right. Well, that could be it, too. One of my rules is I try not to speak for women. I tell you, this is how women think and feel. Right. <laughs> but um, I kind of cross over in that area. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my job. Hey, okay, so what about, this happens a lot. You know, the guys are texting, but the women, they want to be talking on the phone. So obviously, you know, you say that means they're not in love with them. So how can a woman get a guy to uh, call sometimes instead of just always texting? Or should she even try? No, she should not try. Because uh-huh. if this man wanted to talk to you, he would talk to you. When I'm in love, I, I, I want to hear my woman's voice. I want to hear her soft, smoothing voice. That's what I need. I don't need, I don't need some, some letters popping up on the screen. If that's all we can do for right now, great. But I want to hear my woman's voice. I need, I need to know that her smooth, soothing voice comes through those phone lines or to the airwaves, I'm sorry. And, um, and I can hear that. That's, what, that's where my reassurance comes from. It's her voice. Um, but if all he's doing is just texting you constantly and constantly not talking to you, this man is not interested in, in you. He's not interested in being in a loving, committed relationship with you. He's not serious about you. Walk away and delete his, delete his number from your phone. Okay, so right now, so you said in the first five minutes they know whether you could be their dream girl or not. So a lot of the, so you know talking for women or so how we think it's like okay so what do we do up until the point where because he's not going to exhibit is he going to be exhibiting those in love behaviors from the beginning because he's not in love after five minutes so it's like how long do we wait does that make sense yeah you got two well you got two type of you got two type of guys that'll that 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 kind of that, okay, that fall in this category okay the first type of guy he knows he can be in love with you. But he's also smooth enough to know that he doesn't want to push you push too hard because he might scare you off. Then you have the other guy who knows he could be in love with you, but he wants to show you right away. Not that he's in love with you, but he wants to give you a lot of attention right away. I've been both those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, what it comes down to is Are you okay? I guess what I'm saying is, and yeah, because I was trying not to cross over to this area, but it, it, it all depends on how the woman responds. Oh. Because a, a woman might pull back, oh, he's showing me too much attention, so I, I, I got to pull back from him. Or she might say, oh, he's showing me a lot of attention, or he's not showing me enough attention. So it, it, all it comes down to is we're going to adapt to how the woman is responding. I've been the guy who's shown a woman a lot of attention from the beginning, and I realized, oh, I'm, I'm pushing her away, I'm scaring her off. So I knew to pull back some. Mm-hmm. But then there were times where I felt like maybe whole. I'm not giving her enough attention, so maybe I need to pour it on a little bit thicker. Being sincere, mind you, and then she started to respond to that. Does that answer your question? Um, well, that answers another question. Maybe, see, I, I, I didn't, I was trying, I know it's a complicated question to ask, but what I'm saying is, okay, when a guy meets you, he's not going to be in love after five minutes. Is that right? Or is he? He's not going to be in love after five minutes. He's going to be in infatuation after five minutes. 
Right. So he's Meaning not. That, so, he, so if he's not in love after five minutes, then he can't exhibit those in love actions that you talked about, like you know, calling all the time instead of texting, uh, saying I love you, blah blah blah. So how long should a woman hang in there, or what should a woman do in the meantime until he falls in love, however long that takes—three months, four months, whatever? Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, you should hang in there as long as he's treating you right. Oh, okay. You know, as long as your instincts are telling you that he's being a gentleman, he's giving me respect, he's being courteous, he's putting my needs first, he's not being an asshole. And me as a woman, I mean, I need to make a decision. Am I going to push this guy away or am I going to say, okay, I need to hang in there a little bit longer with him because of how he's treating me? That's common sense. I mean, if, if, um, if, I'm, if, I, if I run a business and you come to my business and I'm being rude to you, well, I can't expect you to come back to my business, right? My dry cleaners, you <laughs> keep bringing me your clothes if I'm being rude to you and and your clothes are coming back with holes and stains on them? No. So as, as my customer, I need to treat you right. Make sure your clothes are clean, they're done when I say they're going to be done, and give you a good discount and smile at you as you're leaving. Okay. So, so, if, so then if women stay attentive, you know, in the first week or so, then they can totally weed out the guys who are not really that interested. I'm sorry, say again? You know, if, so if women stay attentive to, you know, because, I mean, you know, actions speak louder than words. So like right. if someone says, you know, I'll call you tonight and then they don't, then that's, you know, obviously he's not that interested. He says, I'll text, you know, if he only texts you the first week when he meets you and he's not calling, then he's not that interested. He's not, right, right. He's, he's definitely not interested. Right, but the problem is that women still hang in there. And so I'm saying, how long, I mean, obviously you can't give a time, you know, should, to hang in there. But like what, the problem is women, they hang in for too long. So it's like at some point, what, when do they decide, you know what I mean? <laughs> Right. Um, yeah. But, you know, because they say, well, he did this, which was bad, but then he did this, which was good. And see that, you know, now you see like the issue that women have in our, we have in our heads because we, it's hard for us to decide when to decide to give up on someone. Right. Um, I will tell you this, like you say in the first week, he's going to call you. He's not going to text you. He's going to call you. Um, correction. He can't text you. I've been in situations where I would say maybe text the woman first, but I will follow it up with a phone call. So in that, in that first week, you are you should receive calls from him. He's going to want to call you more, and he's going to act on it. So you, you should receive calls. Um, well, what about these young guys today in their, like, early 20s? They're not calling. They're texting. Well, I mean, i got to be open-minded when I give this kind of advice that the world has changed, mm-hmm. and I'm a little bit older than these guys. And... um. <clears throat> But I will say this, in this new 2012, going, going into 2013, the rules have not changed that much. Again, when we like a girl, if we want to hear her voice, why do we want to hear her voice? Here, this is what it comes down to. Because we can't feed off a reaction with words, with typed words. Right. We want to feel her out. I got to feel you out. So I got to hear your tone of voice. I got to hear the way you're laughing. I got to hear what gets a response out of you, what doesn't get a response out of you. And I can't do that through texting. So I have to call you. And again, if I'm not calling you, I'm not that interested in you. But if I, if I send you a text, I'm like, hey, what's up? What you doing this weekend? <laughs> that means, uh, well, I'm going to go hang out. <laughs> well, guess what? If I'm really into a girl, I don't want to hang out with her. I want to have a moment with her. Hey, this is Carlos. Um, would you like to go out to dinner this Friday around 7, 8 o'clock? Okay, yes, yeah, great. Let's, let's make this happen because I want to sit in a restaurant with her. I want to look across at her. I want to talk to her. I want to I get to know her better. And, um... This is, I mean, men, we, I mean, like you said, actions speak a lot of the words, and with men, we got to be physical. We, it's got to be physical. 
You can be physical with words. You can be physical with your bodies. But you can't do that with texting. I'm sorry. Wonderful. Okay. Well, we have come to the end of the show. I think it was great. There was a lot of, if I may say so myself, you know, a lot of things that I think women needed to hear. So the book, where's the book available? Bitch, Are You Retarded is the title. Bitch, Are You Retarded? Uh, retarded, that's right. Bitch, Are You Retarded? Available at Barnes & Noble, Amazon.com, and uh, eBooks and wherever books are sold. Yeah. Definitely. And we'll definitely put the link on the radio show page so that everyone can go to Amazon and buy the book. And um, good luck with it. Thank you very much. And, and, I, and I do want to add that part of the proceeds are going to an organization called COYA, and that's C-O-Y-A. And what COYA it stands for, Changing Our Youth in America. And it's all about helping kids and getting kids off the streets and guns. And they've changed a lot of kids' lives and, and really just gotten these kids into a better direction. So Koya. So that's what, a lot of your proceeds, the money that you're buying this book are going to Koya. So that's just true. wanted to put that out there and thank you for your time. Oh, my pleasure. Oh. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. You Bye. too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Well, <laughs> I wonder if a lot of people are going to be breaking up with the guy they're dating after listening to this show. Hey, maybe you need to, right? Um, just don't do it right away. Um, sleep on it. You know, it's never good to rush into anything. But, yeah, I, I think he was a real eye-opener. I know the title is a little, uh, <laughs> a little harsh. But um, the message inside, I think, is very strong and to the point. And I can totally attest to the things he talks about um, when a man's in love. Because um, I've had a few men in love with me. <laughs> and they were exactly like he said. They want to say, I love you all the time. This one guy... You know, he was he. I was like, don't stop saying it, stop saying it. And then before saying it, he would look at me and he would say, should I say it? And I'd be like, no. <laughs> so you know when a man is in love with you, and if you don't, then it means he probably isn't. Okay. So uh, in the meantime, I have a book also called Lucia's Lessons of Love, available at lessonsoflove.net. My website is theartoflove.net, where I have a few free newsletter you can sign up for. Um, I also have a recording for the guys out there who are interested in dating older women. And the website for that is howtocatchacougar.net. And until next time, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens. You're listening to The Art of Love with your host, Lucia, right here on L.A. Talk Radio.